everyone and welcome back to another episode. My name is John and today I'm going to be discussing a highly requested episode topic which is about ex-vegans or people who were once vegan and decided to leave the vegan lifestyle because of health issues mainly. So uh, this is a very difficult topic to cover uh, and it's very emotional. A lot of people have very strong opinions about this and we've seen a lot of this drama going back and forth from both sides, from the vegan camp and from the uh, non-vegan camp. So my goal here is to come from a neutral point as best as I can, even though I am obviously more biased towards uh, veganism because I'm a vegan myself and I will always be a vegan. I've been vegan for four years and I feel amazing. I have no signs of deficiencies or anything going wrong at all. So there is no reason for me to believe that in a couple of years, I'll hit a wall and all of a sudden ruin my health. It's just not the reality for me personally, but it is important to realize that not everyone has the same experience as me. So here, I'm gonna try to be as neutral as possible to the best of my ability. I want ex-vegans and vegans to communicate on, on this video in a polite way, so please do in the comment section below. So firstly, I wanna answer the question that is the title of this episode, which is why are there so many ex-vegans? So firstly, let's just define what a vegan is, just so that we have this clear. So a vegan, or veganism is the practice or a person who practices to cause as little harm to other sentient beings or other life forms to the best of their ability. Now, we all know that this lifestyle is not perfect. It's impossible not to cause harm onto other beings. Being a human means that you are going to destroy uh, the environment and other lives. And that is just the reality of being humans. But... Having said that, that doesn't mean that we shouldn't consciously try to minimize our harm uh, and do a better job rather than just being blind consumers and buying things that are, you know, very unethical in supermarkets. So I think that there are different types of ex-vegans. And firstly, um, the reason why there are so many ex-vegans is because the vegan movement is one of the fastest growing movements in history. It's absolutely crazy. It's so cool that this is happening right now. It's amazing that we're living through this era. Uh, whether you like it or not, it's, you know, still amazing that there is such a big interest around this social issue, uh, you know, right before our eyes. I think it's really, really cool. Um, so obviously, when there is something that is, uh, you know, causing so much intrigue, there is going to be a lot of people going into it and experimenting with it, maybe with a different reason than, you know, most people uh, would assume when it comes to the vegan lifestyle. Maybe people go in it for uh, just the trendiness of it, or maybe some people go into it because of the health benefits they've heard from a documentary, or maybe they, you know, just want to try something different because what they're doing right now isn't making them feel good. Whatever the reason, the fact is that there is a tremendous amount of people coming into this lifestyle, and with that, it's going to be equally uh, a tremendous amount of people leaving the lifestyle. Now, the, the people who actually go in it for the right reasons that relate to veganism or the ethical reasons uh, actually have much 
lower dropout rates than people going in it just for trends or uh, for health side of things. So it's important to realize that uh, you know there are different reasons for going into the lifestyle. And the ones that I think that we should look at are people who are actually in alignment with the vegan lifestyle message, which is to cause as little harm as practically possible on other beings. So there are different types of ex-vegans. There are ex-vegans who, uh, you know, like I said, do it for the trend and maybe their best friend didn't like it anymore. So it wasn't cool in that little group. So they decide to leave. Uh, and then there are ex-vegans, uh, which we are seeing a lot of on the internet right now that quit the vegan lifestyle because of the health consequences that they experienced relating to eating a plant-based diet. So a plant-based diet, plant diet in itself can mean so many different things. It can mean French fries and Oreos, or it can mean uh, a whole food plant-based diet, or it can mean uh, junk food vegan. It can mean so many different things. There's so many variations. There's raw vegan fruitarian, uh, vegan carnivore, I guess, if you just eat mock meats. <laughs> I don't know. There are a million ways of doing it. And the point is that we can't really generalize uh, the vegan uh, or like uh, we can't generalize the vegan diet because uh, it's, you know, more of a lifestyle in terms of ethics rather than a diet, right? So, uh, but there is such a thing as a vegan diet and there are a million ways of doing it just as there are a million ways of doing a omnivorous diet. So it's really hard to just, you know, take people's word for uh, the vegan diet being bad for you or even good for you because it really doesn't mean much. So I think people who go, uh, you know, vegan for ethical reasons and actually experience health consequences and, you know, they lose their health and their ability to feel fulfilled and happy and, uh, you know, energized, they, you know, face some hard truths and they actually believe that a vegan diet caused their problems. And once you believe that, then they end up having no choice but to leave it. And that can cause so many emotional roller coasters because if you were in it for the ethics and now you are faced with the reality that you have to kill an animal to be able to feel healthy again, it's not a, a good feeling and it's very um, hard to go through. It's like a lot of inner battles that you have to go through. And uh, for some context, I actually did an experiment on myself where for a little while, I really tried to convince myself that a vegan lifestyle was unhealthy. I tried to be as unbiased as possible and really believed, actually came to the point where I believed it was unhealthy and unnatural and all that stuff, just so I can understand where uh, some of these uh, people who leave the lifestyle are coming from. And, you know, I believe this so strongly that I actually started feeling uh, physical symptoms from those beliefs in my mind. And we know that the mind and body are intimately connected and one doesn't work without the other. And if you are obsessed with an idea, you will feel it physically as well. I'm not saying that this has been the case for uh, a lot of ex-vegans. It's just uh, a possibility and we have to be open for uh, about all options here. While I was doing this experiment, I asked myself, would I be willing to continue a vegan diet or lifestyle even if it me meant that I was going to end up with a serious deficiency and die? And the answer was no. 
I would start eating animals again if I actually believed and I knew for a fact that that was the only way for me to survive because as a human, I am looking out for my own survival and this is human nature, otherwise we wouldn't have survived. Uh, so it's not realistic to think that people would put ethics in front of their own health, right? This is not the case for the vast majority of people. This is not the case, uh, you know, for the some of the case studies that I looked up online. A lot of times these people who end up quitting the vegan lifestyle have had some history of restrictive eating, like maybe they were fruitarian or raw uh, vegan, and I'm not a fan of any type of restriction. Uh, you know, I believe in a balanced diet, including carbs, protein, fats, all the micronutrients, uh, everything that we need to survive and thrive uh, nutrition-wise. So I do see a lot of these people uh, who are now blaming the vegan diet for their health conditions doing some weird stuff like that. And I don't need to point to anybody or call out anyone for this. There's enough of that already on YouTube and uh, this is not what this video is about. But I do believe that it's not as simple as that. There are some people who actually have conditions that require them to eat animal products due to the fact that they can't handle anything else. And that's not necessarily caused by a plant-based diet or you know a version of a vegan diet. It's not necessarily the case. But you know, when you don't know and you don't have access to these expensive stool tests or uh, gut microbiome tests, it's really hard to figure out the root cause of the issue. And to be honest, most professionals and doctors have no idea about nutrition in the first place, whether they are vegan or uh, you know omnivore. We as vegans can't pretend that we know everything either, right? It's all about open communication. We're all ignorant. We we're not, you know, we, we can't pretend we know everything about science and nutrition. Um, we can't really pretend that we have an immense, um, you know, scientific literature backing us uh, vegans in terms of, uh, you know, huge population studies and generational studies. We are an experiment. Us vegans, we're an experiment. There are loads of amazing uh, shorter term studies and longer term studies that were mostly plant-based but not fully plant-based but there are short-term studies that were uh, performed on vegans and uh, there are m amazing benefits to eating a vegan diet as well but um, it, it's not to say that the vegan diet or a plant-based diet doesn't have issues right because we all know that we need to supplement with vitamin b12 and yes, you can make the case that, you know, vitamin B12 is formed in bacteria and, you know, the carnivores will say that's a myth that's been debunked or whatever. Like, just forgetting about that, the fact is that we need supplements. The vegan diet in itself is not a natural thing in terms of uh, it's not been something that we've observed in nature. It's not how we evolved as a species. We evolved by eating plants, of course, but we also evolved by uh, hunting and eating meat. And, you know, fossils show that as a fact. I really think that we can't be too quick to judge people who are, um, you know, skeptical about this because, you know, this is a very new thing. And that is why the health side of things is a completely separate topic from the ethical side of things, right? 
And that is why a lot of people really focus on the ethical side of things when it comes to veganism. Um, in my personal life, that's what I do. Although my main channel is really focused on health and fitness because it's um, very beneficial and, and it gets people uh, warmed up to the idea. It's still all about the ethical side of things. Um, although everything plays, uh, you know, a great role and, and they all fit together in terms of health environment and ethics. So I just need to say that carnivores are a different breed of ex-vegans and carnivores are people who eat nothing but meat, right? And that is, I, I think, like I've talked to so many omnivore friends and they think that it sounds like the dumbest thing they've ever heard. So, you know, I don't think there is a, a it's not realistic that we're going to see a carnivorous world like, like that's not going to happen. So uh, don't worry about that. Um, but it is uh, an interesting thing to to discuss how someone can take the ethical side of veganism. How can you care so much for a sentient being's life? like a pig, let's use a pig as an example, how can you care so much about a pig for so long and then all of a sudden just because you get IBS symptoms or something, you decide that you're going to eat nothing but pig. It doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, it, it's just not a logical way of thinking and that is why a lot of vegans say that these people who do that were never vegan to begin with, which... Uh, there is a good point there because, you know, it's just not rational. It's not possible. But let's focus on the ex-vegans who take a more rational approach of introducing some uh, animal products into their diet. Maybe maybe a lot. Who knows uh, what the approach is. But uh, they're still including plant foods and just following a more normal, uh, you know, omnivorous diet. Now... I think that it's still strange that someone can care for animals so much and go back to eating them after, you know, really seeing what goes on behind slaughterhouses, what goes on uh, behind every single product that you see in supermarkets. There is torture, abuse, and unethical treatment of sentient beings who want to live just as we do. And there's a big difference between supermarket food and things like, you know, uh, fish that you uh, fish yourself in the river or deer that you hunt yourself and only eating that as opposed to buying anything at the supermarket. There, there are two completely separate things and one is actually much better than the other, right? But, you know, even with the hunting and the fishing, you can still make the case of, you know, how can you be or how could you have been so ethical and cared for a living being so much uh, that you are willing to go out there and use a rifle to shoot down a deer and leave the babies, uh, you know, just running around, whatever like the case is. And it's an interesting question. And the only explanation that I can come up with is that people truly believe that it's necessary for their health. And if they truly believe that, uh, you know, their actions are justified to them and it's understandable. Now, I don't think that the actions are justified unless, um, you know, the truth 
uh, is out and we know for a fact that, you know, they actually need uh, meat to thrive and survive. But people don't have access to finding that truth. So, you know, what can we do? We can't really do that much. And I don't blame people for, uh, you know, going back to eating meat if they have no idea how to fix their health issues. It's really complicated. Um, so I think the the main thing that a lot of people were asking me is how come there are so many people, uh, you know, going ex-vegan, how come am I seeing so many YouTube videos of people talking about the dangers of the vegan diet? And I'm gonna tell you why right now so that you guys can stop and you guys will never see any of that again or like a lot less. And that is the algorithm. The algorithm in YouTube searches, the algorithm in uh, Instagram and on social media in general, and it's the same for advertising, it's the same for a lot of things on the internet. It's The algorithm is essentially, I don't know what, how you can describe it, but uh, it's like an AI, like artificial intelligence, which knows what you are interested in and knows what you click on. And what you are interested in and click on is going to be shown more and more to you. So the more you click on things, the more you're gonna be shown it. Because, you know, now, because I've been studying this ex-vegan thing, now I'm seeing so many things pop up on my YouTube feed about ex-vegans. And it looks like to me like, wow, this is, you know, really taking off, isn't it? And the carnivore movement is like blowing up. But in reality, if you take an account or, you know, you log in with, uh, you know, in a completely different place with uh, an account that is not your own, and the AI does not have any information on your behavior, you're not gonna see those videos and you're gonna see way more vegan-related uh, content than ex-vegan or carnivore-related content. And that is the fact, that is the truth. You can see uh, on keyword uh, or trends, Google Trends and that kind of stuff. It's pretty, um, you know, it, it's out there for you to check. So stop clicking those videos if you don't want to, uh, you know, watch them or if you think that it's, you know, not, uh, you know, playing a, a beneficial role in your life, just stop clicking it and you're not going to be shown it anymore. It might take a while uh, and it might take, you know, weeks and months, but eventually YouTube and social media will stop fe feeding that uh, stuff to you consistently. So just stop. Now, that doesn't mean that, you know, we shouldn't listen to them uh, and we shouldn't try to understand them. I think it's really important. Let's take an example of an ex-vegan, which I would consider uh, to be a, a, you know, more morally uh, conscious ex-vegan. So, an ex-vegan who is still aware of the suffering and the pain of the animals that have to go through. Uh, they're aware of the cruel practices of anim on animal farming, the animal industry, slaughter. Um, you know, they're aware that uh, cows are forcibly impregnated and have their calves removed from their mothers in order for humans to steal their milk. And after four years, they're slaughtered because they're not producing uh, as much milk and so forth and all these ethical uh, issues that go on. P those people that are aware of this and decide to carry these uh, things that they've learned on a vegan lifestyle and apply them to their new omnivorous lifestyle by you know, not supporting supermarket meat or factory farm meat or any meat that you can buy uh, you know, in, the, in the traditional sense. 
and they instead focus their efforts on you know eating still a lot of whole plant foods and they go out to uh you know the river and they fish for themselves and find some you know uh, fish in the river that is not filled with microplastic and heavy metals and they're aware of the health uh you know issues and they're aware that you know a sentient being's life is being taken and they've come to terms with that and accept that and have no nothing wrong with that i think it's way way better and a million times better than the mindless consumer that is the you know 99.9 percent .9 of the people in the western society so I still applaud them for, you know, having ethics and, uh, you know, health at the front of their minds. And, you know, if they are actually, um, you know, okay with physically taking a life themselves, then, you know, we can't really do anything about it, okay? That, that's, you know, if they can morally justify it for themselves, you know, we may think it's wrong, but they, if they think it's right, they have the right to do so. Yes, someone's still suffering, and losing their life and babies and whatever, but it's still better and we should not be focusing our efforts on people who are trying to, uh, you know, improve their ethical behavior in terms of animal consumption. Um, and we, we should, you know, not focus our efforts on criticizing and bashing them. We should focus on spreading awareness to the people who are completely unaware and completely blind about what goes on, uh, you know, in terms of the food that they're eating every single day. It's much more important. It's going to get us way further. We have to try to understand each other so that maybe we can help each other find out what the uh, potential health issues uh, that these people ran into and try to help them through it if they're interested. And if not, well, we just focus our efforts on people who actually want to uh, open their eyes and minds to the idea of the vegan lifestyle. My issue with ex-vegans or non-vegans that are very anti-vegan is that they are putting all their efforts into trying to debunk and uh, just eliminate the whole vegan lifestyle or movement. Um, you know, it doesn't make any sense. It just doesn't. Why not focus on something positive and rather than uh, just saying that, you know, there is no science supporting this lifestyle, it's stupid, plants have feelings, why not just try to educate vegans on the the possible problems that the, a vegan diet can have if it's not planned properly uh, and look at things from a neutral perspective, right? And yes, uh, to the point of ex-vegans, yes, it is true that the vegan diet is not a natural diet. Yes, it is true that we don't have evidence supporting, uh, you know, multiple generations on a vegan diet, but that doesn't mean that it's wrong and that it's not going to work. And, you know, it's... A lot of people think that vegans are just worshipping doctors and, um, you know, documentaries and that kind of stuff. And maybe some are, and I'm definitely not one of those per, uh, people. I try to um, use my personal experience as a compass. And if I feel amazing, and if I see other people who've been vegan decades and decades, and they're feeling amazing, I don't see how it's not possible. Maybe it's not possible for everyone, or maybe it is, but we need to find a way to make it happen for everyone. But the whole point is that these wars have to stop and we just have to communicate together to try to, you know, um, you know, get to a better place together because uh, a lot of ex-vegans have great points, amazing points about, you know, uh, 
the vegan hypocrisy like you know they often talk about vegans who keep talking about environment and yet they're buying plastic every single day or uh you know taking airplanes uh multiple times a week and different things like that and and it's true there are loads of uh and there's a lot of hypocritical behavior in all of us and instead of trying to use those things as a way of discrediting each other why not try to be more constructive and try to make the world a better place by having an open communication in a mature way i think that's a lot more helpful and i think that we uh on this channel should strive for that so that we can get to a better place so please uh you know be polite in the comments let's try to um ignore the people who are just here for the drama and let's try to be constructive i would really appreciate that and uh yeah let me know what you guys want to see next uh let me know a topic that you're interested in that you want me to cover i'll be really helpful because i need some more ideas i have a bunch of them but i, I want to know what you guys want to see and if you're new around here make sure to subscribe and i'll see you very soon peace out Knock it